Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Shout out to all of our AM our radio affiliates. Sports rage has begun. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Welcome to the party on the Sports Grid Radio Networks, Sirius XM Channel 204. A lot of stuff to unpack here this evening. We've got a full house. Dave Sharapan will join us from Las Vegas. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, throws it down with us. Uh, we'll talk NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. Go over all the numbers and lines. Give you some picks uh, for tomorrow night's uh, games with Ian Cameron. Jason B. Takafin talks baseball uh, with us. Floyd Mayweather. Um, Floyd Mayweather and uh, one of the Pauls. Is it Logan Paul? Like I said, I just watched this thing and I still don't know which one is which. And I really don't want to know. And in fact, I you know, it's enough. It's enough. I watched this tonight, you know, solely because it's my job. Right? People are going to ask me, what did I think about it? So I couldn't say, well, I didn't watch it. And I did watch it, but I got to tell you, man, it was damn hard to watch. Now, the whole point of these exhibitions, now they're stupid and traditionalists, you know, get all up in arms about this stuff. And I really don't. I like stupid things. You know what I mean? I like I like stupid sports competitions. I like Evil Knievel jumping over the fountains at uh, Caesar's Palace. You know what I mean? I like uh, Rocky. Uh, fighting Hulk Hogan, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Mr. T, I'm down with all this stuff. It's supposed to be entertainment. But you know what the biggest problem with Paul and Mayweather was? It was boring, right? It was just boring. It was not just boring, it was terrible, all right? Like, it was terrible. Yeah, Like, it was, if you're going to charge people money for this stuff, you know, don't just rope-a-dope the man with the hype leading in and and about how great it's going to be when everybody knows it's going to be terrible, but it was even worse. Like, basically, this was worse than the Tyson Jones stuff. By far. And that was terrible. Enough of this, like, fake boxing stuff, all right? There's enough, like, real fights out there. That's why I didn't pick this leading into it. I wasn't against it, but I knew it was going to suck. And it did suck. Julio Jones gets traded. The late night anger management class. Bring it. There's a pandemic going on out there. It's catchy. It's called The Winning Edge. And the only place you can get it is right here. Get on the grid and stay there. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. As long as you can remember, there's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends, and yeah, we'll say it, fun. 
Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Get over down to the track. Put it all on a bus. Why don't you put it in the bank? The bank? This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Oh, you mean you want to lose it? <laughs> The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down. Sunday, bloody Sunday style. Jason B. Takafin's going to step up and in and join us later. We're going to talk some baseball with a three-time uh, champion general manager, uh, eight ball of the Vancouver Canadians, Toronto Blue Jays, and Oakland Athletics affiliates in yesteryear. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, will break it down with us. We'll step onto the ice and onto the hardwood, get you caught up to date with all the numbers. Let's send it to Las Vegas, Nevada right now, where Golden Knight fans are feeling as good as uh, Montreal Canadian fans are feeling. Identical scores tonight, Dave Sharapat. 5-1 in both games this evening. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Listen, the playoffs are a roller coaster, and you know following the NHL for as long as you have – you can never award the cup to anybody until they actually win the Stanley Cup, Dave. Oh, <laughs> isn't that the truth? I mean, yeah, maybe not seeing the totals, but I'll tell you what. Who has not been listening to us? We've been talking about the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, they're clearly the better team. They got the better goalie. And I was surprised that the Winnipeg Jets got one, to be perfectly honest. I really was. Um, and the Knights... I mean, I still I, I cannot believe that Mark Andre Fleury did not start Game One. Um, that was a, a complete runaway. But for the other three games that have been played since then, the Knights have been the better team. The series is tied two-two. Um, you know, moving the series price to minus eight hundred or whatever it was when it was two nothing, completely absurd. Uh, the Knights are right in it there. Uh, I, I I mean. They play a disciplined game and stay out of the penalty box. They are going to be fine if, as long as Flurry makes those saves. I, I think they can match their speed. Surprisingly, um, the physicality in the building tonight—they were hitting everything that moved. I, I was really impressed, Gabe. I don't know, man. Like I was, uh, my first thought was texting with someone was okay. So we got to see. The, the winners of these series are going to play each other, and Montreal is going to win. So the winner of Colorado, Vegas, is going to get Montreal. Do you think Montreal has a shot against either one of those teams? In a Yes. Yes, I do. In, in on paper and in sort of reality, no. But when you have Carey Price, yes. Right? Yep. And as we stated – I, as a Montreal Canadian fan, and for the record right now, guys, so the updated number now, Colorado Avalanche to win the series at FanDuel, minus 144. <laughs> so they're basically, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> minus, so they, this, they, we got a series here. Vegas have the momentum, and let's let's be real, too. Remember, to the even a game they lost, they've won the last two. So in game two, they dominated them. I mean, they outshot them like 22 to 1 at one point or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Right, so it's actually been, and um, I know somebody that's a big Avalanche fan, and he tweeted out angrily, this is seven straight periods that we've been dominated in. And so the Colorado Avalanche are now, now minus 144. 
the Vegas Golden Knights are plus 118. But I do say this. I would rather play the Vegas Golden Knights. I would rather Definitely. play the Vegas Golden Knights than the Colorado Avalanche. But, look, Dave, there's a lot of people buzzing right now in Montreal about um, about 1993. And I was in the building for the 1993 run for all the playoff games. I was I was uh, selling tickets in those days. I was a scalper. So I was, I was along for the ride. I was in the building. And there really are a lot of similarities. And, you know, one of the similarities was your guys, right? So now we have, oh, the Colorado Avalanche and Nate McKinnon, they can't be beat. They're unbelievable. The best team in the league. Well, it was the New York Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins that were playing, yep. right? The only yep. difference is we don't get the Islanders. We get Vegas. <laughs> but, right, yeah. I'll, a little different. Uh, yeah. A little different. Uh, but I'll get to it, and I want to I want to give you my thoughts on the Canadians and Vegas, if, if that happens, or even Colorado. But how about this for some numbers for uh, the Montreal Canadiens right now? It's not a fluke, so that's the thing. I don't want to hear that no. oh, it's just even Carey Price or whatnot. So the Canadians have now gone six straight games without trailing at any point. So coming into tonight, wow. they had f- five straight games without trailing. That was the longest since the uh, the Los Angeles Kings in 2012, who won the Cup. Uh, the Canadians have now gone six straight games without trailing at any point in the game. It's the first time Montreal has done this in the postseason since 1978 when they won the Stanley Cup. Uh, the Canadians match a franchise record with four shorthanded goals in this postseason. See, all this stuff, that's not Carey Price, like the four shorthanded goals. Nope. Uh, most shorthanded goals they've ever had in franchise history, Dave. We're talking about a franchise that's, you know what I mean? Forever. A that's a games. long time. Yeah. Wow. The last time they had four shorthanded goals uh, in a playoffs matching this record, 1986, won the Stanley Cup. How about this? The Canadians now have eight goals this postseason from players age 21 or younger. Ooh. Some serious stuff wow. here that they've got, they've got on their side here. They've got, and they also got a little bit of a Montreal magic as well, right? Like, I'm not going to lie, Dave, and I even tweeted out. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I tweeted out. So right after the Canadians game, the Vegas game starts, and I'm like, oh, my God. I said, this hockey is like three times faster than what, <laughs> right? than so, what I just watched. And even a Montreal Canadian fan tweeted me right away. He said, your TV must be broken. It's ten times faster. <laughs> <laughs> so I said that. I was. It was funny because I was it's watching like a the game. It's like a different league. It's like, God, I, I, it's a little bit different, different style hockey here. With players. I, I, I agree 100%. I was watching the game with my daughter, who's the little one. And I said... Does this look faster to you than that other game we were just watching? And she said, "Oh yeah, definitely." You know, I mean, so this is someone who doesn't watch the games like we do, but you can see it, and that's why I think it'd be interesting to try to come up with, you know, I was two guys that make numbers in books. I was going back and forth and I'm like, "What do you what do you guys think the price is going to be on a series?" Colorado and uh, if it's let me yeah. Guess. I will say Colorado. I was going to say. I mean, keep in mind it opened minus it opened minus two dollars against Vegas. Colorado did. Yeah, I think of the preposterous of the Jets being minus one fifty four series favorites right now. In hindsight, guys. Yeah, <laughs> bad I'm numbers. Odds makers don't know stuff either. Like sometimes yeah. they're and wrong. The Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Look, the Toronto Maple Leafs were minus three ten series favorites. So I got to believe I'm going to say Vegas are going to be like minus 440, minus 450, and Vegas would be minus 240, 250. I think, 
Yeah, well, I think Vegas would be definitely two to one or more, and I think I think the Avalanche, if they come back and win Game Five, and maybe win on the road in Game Six, really look good doing it. They're going to be easily, I think, three dollar favorites in a hockey series against a team that you just said has been leading has not every game. Games. Yeah, like like what? So. So don't get caught. Oh, like, yes. And by the way, too, let me just throw in the icing on the cake. Uh, they scored more than three goals tonight, so uh, which makes it 19 straight playoff wins with Carey Price if you give him three or more goals. Yeah. 19 that, that, in a row. Gabe, it's going to be so mispriced Listen, no matter fear. which team wins. I get Vegas or quicker at Colorado. and You know what I mean? I'm, I, I hope it's Vegas. But I'm telling you what, man. Number one, if it's the Colorado Avalanche – Suddenly, it's the Quebec Nordiques versus the Montreal Canadiens. It just adds, like, a whole new element uh, oh. to this. And I'm telling you what, man, uh, like, that building, I don't care how many people are in the building in Montreal. It's going to be, like, electric and crazy there. And, Dave, all these teams have been in their backyard suddenly, man. Suddenly, it's yeah. like, oh, Colorado, you're flying 2,700 miles to Montreal. Let's go. Listen, I'll take my chances against anybody right now. If I'm the Canadians, I'll tell you what, damn right I'll be taking them in game one at plus 190. You guys in Vegas probably be plus 40 for us. The praying at more with Dave Hunt on the other side. There's a pandemic going on out there. It's catchy. It's called The Winning Edge. And the only place you can get it is right here. Get on the grid and stay there. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of of sports sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Mo, want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. Speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, the deal has been made. Our producer, Matthias, it's uh, been a good news, bad news day for him. His Clippers, um, his Clippers advance in the playoffs, uh, but Julio Jones is dealt. Uh, but we'll get back to the ice here, Dave. Well, I want to get your take on the Mayweather debacle here tonight as well. But so Julio Jones, actually a good fit for him. Good fit for good fit for the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you got Derrick Henry, you got Ryan Tannehill, you got AJ Brown, you've got Julio Jones. And in fact, as a Buffalo Bill fan, once the deal was done, I was sort of thinking him. I was like, man. Wish, uh, wish he actually didn't get traded to Tennessee. They're pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, that made them real they, good, I think. 
they bring in Josh Reynolds, too. And Josh Reynolds is pretty good, bro, with the Rams. He's not bad. So, you know what I mean? You get, you got you have the best running back in the NFL. Uh, I think Tannehill's a very good quarterback. You've got two solid star wide receivers in Brown and Julio Jones. You got you've got Josh Reynolds. You got a decent defense. They're in the mix. They're going to be battling, man. Uh, that that division. It's a two horse race, right? Them and the Colts. Yeah, I think it clearly is, and they narrowed the gap with that trade. We used to say, like, well, I mean, th- th- is that worthy of? Uh, you know, moving all the odds, is it worthy of moving a season win or two or something? And I think it is just to kind of get ahead of it. Does it make them more viable? To some people it might, which means it'll make it, you know, a reason to bet it. But I think it hurts Atlanta more as much or if not more than it hurts or helps Tennessee. I was just like, you know, now you can just cross Atlanta off the list, I think, of even making the playoffs or, you know, it's hard to replace him. And he did a lot of things that kind of went unseen or whatever, you know, to help both the team Ridley's and Matt ready Ryan. To step up, I think, Dave. I think you think Ridley, so? I do. I think Ridley is ready okay. to step up. And I also have faith. Now, listen, I never thought the Falcons were making the playoffs in the first place. Um, so, uh, But I do think that Kyle Pitts could be, be the rookie of the year. And I, I'm not going to disagree. The Titans are in a rebuild, right? They have to retool a little bit. This, You know, they went to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan will be next. They bring in Pitts. They got Ridley. Um, this will be it. Next year will be the quarterback change. Well, they got two years left. But next year, I imagine, is when they draft the quarterback after moving forward. But I think the Kyle Pitts could have an impact. But as far as the AFC South right now, FanDuel has it pretty much. Uh, they're both the same price, Dave. Indianapolis yep. are plus 110. Tennessee Titans are plus 110. Yep, and that wasn't the case before today. So they moved that to, uh, to make Jags it. the Jaguars are 7 to 1. Who the hell would bet the Jaguars? It's <laughs> you, you'd be surprised, Gabe. Like people, <laughs> people come to Vegas and bet Jacksonville to win the Super Bowl last year. I took the bets myself. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it was funny. I used to joke sometimes with people at the counter. I'm like, are you being forced to do this by someone else? Are you sure? Are you of sound mind right now? You're betting Jacksonville to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. They're going to be like I used to hear it all. So, yeah, well, there's I've no way Jackson wins the Super Bowl. Oh. When, I lived in, when I lived in Vegas, uh, same thing, Dave. I remember all the time in Bills fans in the summertime. <laughs> this, oh, they used to load up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it firsthand, right? Like, even uh-huh. when they were bad, they'd be like, yeah, and I'd hear them, too. And I remember even telling one, two dudes, they sort of were well, mind your own business, buddy. And I told them, listen, nobody loves the Bills as much as I do, bro. I told them, I, and then they start, I started rattling it off. They knew, they realized, all right, he's a real Bill fan. And I was like, but really? They're not winning the Super Bowl. He's like, yeah, yeah but it's 80 to 1. I'm like, yeah, but they're yeah. not going to win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to tell people that all the time. E. Like, Manuel, listen. Like, E.J. Manuel yeah. was the quarterback and stuff. Yeah, but. Oh, God, that time. Oh, they weren't even favored to win, you know, more games than they lost. See, it's, those situations like that, you used. I mean, you, you were making a good case, and someone goes, "Oh, but it's eighty to one." It's you're 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 not getting eighty to one. You're getting zero. You you you're, you're not. It doesn't matter what the the amount says you're going to get paid or what the odds are. 
if it doesn't even come close to winning. I like to at least bet on something like that that will get me a sweat or get me excited where I'm you know, going to December. I might make the playoffs or have something there. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess you're right. Atlanta's not going to make the playoffs, most likely. And I don't really buy – I don't know. We'll find out about Carson Wentz. I do have a lot of respect for Frank Reich, so if anybody that can reju- rejuvenate this guy, I think it can't be him. So let's get back to the ice. We'll get your take yep. on the Mayweather stuff. But yep. I see someone in our chat saying, too bad they can't play. So basically, yes, they can. Um, ask it about playing in Canada. So they passed the law today. They actually – I knew this was coming, and, you know, you have to wonder now, though, how long it is before the Toronto Blue Jays go, so what? Hockey's allowed, but baseball's not allowed. Oh, it goes right. To show, it, goes to show the, um, it goes to show the power of, of the playoffs and hockey in Canada, Dave. They, had, they called it a special exemption. So they're going to play the games to to uh, full capacity yes. crowds? No, 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 no. There's going to be limited crowds, but it is official. So basically, oh, okay. and this is, I was thinking about it, it sucks. Because wow. otherwise I'd be coming to the games and stuff, but there's there's quarantines and everything. So basically Vegas will play at Montreal, Dave, right? Like they would wow. go to Montreal, but okay. they have to, they can't leave their hotel, which is almost an advantage. Because Montreal yeah. is like, you know what I mean? There's I was a, thinking about oh. if you're a hockey team, you're like, I, imagine being a coach, you'd be happy. You're like, so you're telling me all we're allowed to do is go to the rink and we have to go back to the hotel after? Great. I, you know what I mean? My guys will be yeah. messed They're not even going to go yeah. in the city even. This is oh, great. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, just little, little things like that. You know what I mean? Especially in Montreal, where even in the playoffs, players will go to strip clubs and stuff. I know firsthand. Um, so, yeah, the Canadian federal government announced uh, just today uh, guys that have granted a travel exemption that allow the winner of the North Division to travel back and forth between Canada and the United States. Uh, the exemption will also continue on for the Stanley Cup Finals should the uh, Jets or the Canadians advance. Um, oh, hockey is king. You yeah, said it forever. Hockey is yeah. king. <laughs> the exemption will allow Canadian teams to travel back and forth as well as American teams to travel to Canada without having to go through two-week isolation periods that currently exist for non-essential travel in Canada. Players will, however, have to go through daily COVID testing and will be in a modified bubble where they will not have uh, any contact with the general public. The National Hockey League is very appreciative Whoa. of the decision by the Canadian government and the federal health officials to allow the Canadian team to advance to the Stanley Cup semifinals and potentially the finals to host games in its own rinks. So um, that's huh. good. So, you know, but I knew, I knew this was coming. They've been working on this for a couple of weeks uh, now. So that's good. But what's too bad, I was thinking about that. I'm like, man. If it's Vegas and Montreal and Colorado, and it's only you know Colorado, you're only gonna have 2,500 people allowed in Montreal. Oh, that's a shame. Oh. Yeah, but I was thinking about wow, what a magical run it is, and it's just not the same without the fans. But also, Dave, I also do believe this. Maybe the Canes wouldn't be winning all these games if the arena was sold out. It's a Maybe. different atmosphere. It's a different environment. Look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, bro. Like, yep. I've, listen, we've heard a lot of coaches, Dave, and players, still to this day, talk about this about the no fan thing or the less fan thing and the bubbles things and all this type of stuff. And I've heard a lot of guys and coaches say some teams and some players are better in it. Right. Some others yep. are not. Yep. Right? Like, look look at the Milwaukee Bucks, bro. Oh. Like, even the coach said, he goes, I don't know what it was, man. He goes, that bubble was not for us, bro. Pascal Siakam of the Raptors, bro, like nearly had a mental breakdown in there. Yep. 
Like, he literally yeah. fell apart, like, in this stuff. Like, he's only happy now as life's getting back to normal. He's not locked in a room. You know, and like, yeah. some guys, and, like, I was thinking, look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, all the times that they did it and they choked in front of fans. Look at the Dodgers, bro. Look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers yep. won without fans. They didn't yep. win all those years. The Lightning. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it changes the paradigm a little bit, Dave. It does. It very well could, Gabe. You're absolutely right. It, I know it changes in the lines as far as, um, you know, when it in football it did. Basketball kept the lines the same because it was all in the same venue. And I don't think there's much home ice, you know, with all of that either. So, um it's really interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's as interesting as uh, as that, you know, Paul and and Mayweather fight. But my goodness, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, the hockey game five between the Knights and the Avalanches. You talk about must see television. It's going to be so good because well, I mean, Bruce, ga- Gabe, if the oh the, the battle right there, oh, the two the, the Islanders might the, win. That's they why, might. Dave, you tell me about the Canadians and stuff. Yep. I'm just thinking, you know what? Step by step. Have Vegas knock Colorado off. Have the Islanders knock the Bruins off. And let's see what happens in the next rounds after. Well, and, if the Islanders knock the Bruins off, Gabe, does that yep. change the matchup? No. They're better than the Canadians. It's locked okay. in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's locked in. So, then, I don't know, maybe the Islanders could pull a miracle and beat the Lightning after. Then it's a Canadians and a uh, and a, and an Islander Stanley Cup. Oh wow! And we got Bruin fans in our chat here. Oh boy! We got a lot of Canadian fans in our chat, and um, that's the rivalry, Dave. It's not the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Like the Bruins and the Canadians. That's oh. one of the best rivalries. Like that's a could real we, rivalry. Could we get that for the yes. for the Stanley Cup? Yes. yes, that's what I'm saying. And it's all oh, that'd be legendary. People are like, Can you imagine the Bruins and the Canadians in the cup? <laughs> oh, sign yeah, me up right now. Be crazy. Be crazy. Oh, it would, I love it. it. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of great, like, storylines here. Whatever the matchups end up, we're going to have some great semifinals and finals. That's more with Dave on the other side. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network, doing our part to spread the winning edge nationwide. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of of sports sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! <laughs> 
Hey, we told you guys last week, I only like two golfers, Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley, both at 20 to 1. Cantlay wins 20 to 1. So, Dave Sharapan with us, and we're going to be breaking down the games tomorrow. But, Dave, early start time tomorrow. I just did a double check on this, too. So, the Islanders and the Bruins are at 630 Eastern time. Yep. So, you're going to be stepping in as the game already started. Uh, we'll get into this game with Ian Cameron and Babano a little bit later on. We'll go through the hockey playoffs with Babano as well. But, I just think the Bruins, you know, they're too big of favorites here again right now. No doubt. We they're keep watching it. Right. It's nearly minus 200. I, they keep going overtime it, or they keep yep. losing, and it's minus 194 right now. Is anyone getting uh, goaltending that's more surprising than the Islanders that's still left in the playoffs? Like, they are – I mean, they, they switched, you know, back to Varlamov. I mean, they are getting the guy to make the saves – and keep them in every single game. So there's no way that this price, you can't be minus 185, whatever this is. You, this is way too high. And we've seen it now in-game, um, especially. We're watching the games, and we watch the total come down. They keep putting this total at five, and, you know, it's it's going to take an empty netter or whatever to get off of it. But, like, it's been one nothing, one two one two two. You can't get more even, two, Dave. Two. Look. It's exactly right. A shade's dead by even. Three yep. goals? Yeah, the same amount of goals. So, like, yep. one, Boston won 5 2 one game. The Islanders won 4 1. So, that's a 3 1 game, three goal deficit game. And they both won once in overtime by one. Yep. You can't get more even than that. No. They're tied. It's, <laughs> right. And, and, it's, and it's way overpriced. I mean, I know the game's in Boston, but the Islanders have a perfect game to play on the road in the NHL playoffs. I mean, and they. They muck it up really good. I mean, they are getting it, you know, nasty. Um, Barzell, he, he he lost the – I love the guy. I really love the way he skates and the way he plays. But when he went down, when he took that stick and looked like, you know, oh. I, I mean, they actually called it a double minor. And then the rest reviewed it and got it right and, and said, no, it's a minor. Like, he, he got, you know, he hit him with his stick, yes, but he didn't. He didn't knock him out. Barzell went down so easy. It's a dead even series. It's a dead even game. I can't believe the odds. I wouldn't make the price more than one thirty-five, and that's just because the game's in Boston. I could make an argument the game should be minus one twenty. Go ahead, bet it because I'll be okay as the book need the Islanders the whole way. Um, I'm there's, looking at a puck and a half here. I don't know, like how how. Oh, it's got to be the way they yeah. the way they've tightened this series up. The only way you 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 lose that is if um, you know the the penalties get called in Boston. I mean their power play hasn't been that great. I mean I, I'd be okay with taking a puck and a half. I think it's I think it's the actually value on it right now because again if it goes through the first period, no score, or uh, you know as it drops, you're just going to get a better. You, you got the best price. It's only going to get worse. You know what I mean? And so the the price is not going to. Um, be any better. So I like Islanders plus a puck and a half. The other one is a sweep, right? I mean, again, maybe remove bias, maybe not. 150s popping up now. It's interesting because they're slow at this for whatever reason. And I don't know, they're probably adjusting big time. Like, what the hell do we do now? So I'm seeing some 50s out there, 50 uh, minus 150s. And if you're the Jets, what do you have left in the tank after this? You've got to be gutted right now. And if you're the Canadians, 
why do you want to get on a plane again and go to Winnipeg? You don't. No. You want to finish this off tomorrow. That's it. We want to have pizza in the locker room. Whatever they're doing is working. Finish this off is right. And then come um, back and watch Colorado and Vegas play best of two or three, right? Right. And hope they go seven and, you know, travel back and forth twice. Um, no, I, I, I can't see. I didn't see anything. In the last two games, without Shoffley from the from the Jets, that makes me think they're going to win a game, let alone win a game in Montreal on the back end of a back-to-back when they're giving up shorthanded goals and all these things are happening for the for the Canadians. No, it's less le habitant. Uh, I, they're, they're going to win that game. I can't believe it's that low. I think when we wake up tomorrow, Gabe, this thing's yeah. going to be minus 180. People are all, now now people are going to jump on that wagon. All right, Dave, so before we get you out of here, so uh, Paul and Mayweather uh, tonight, I did end up uh, <laughs> I did end up uh, tuning in uh, to the debacle. And, you know, I said this earlier before you joined us that I like, you know, I don't have a problem with these, you know, the entertainment stuff. Like even Roy Jones and, and Mike Tyson, they admitted, yeah, man, we smoked some weed before and we went out and we had some right. fun, right? Right. And, you know, they, it wasn't real. Everyone knew. They were just sort of having fun, and it is what it is. And, you know, you, you, you sort of talk, hey, remember those guys in that fight and that fight? And like, you know, so I listen, I didn't think this was going to be entertaining. But the whole thing is it's supposed to be entertainment. That's the whole point of these things, right? It's supposed yep. to be fun where it's like, yeah, don't judge me. Yeah, I get it. It's a circus, but it's going to be fun. That's To me, that was the biggest cardinal. That's the biggest thing that they did wrong tonight. It was just boring, Dave. It was, and I got asked all week, you know, was any books taking bets on it and stuff? And I was like, no, nah, I, I, I wouldn't if it was my book. That, you know, once you Mayweather get into Mayweather ended up closing it six to one. Oh, which actually, in hindsight, is something you know we should put it should have put six million dollars on it. I know, right? Not everybody yeah. took it, but that was that was that was the consent. That was the number. That was the number out there. Yeah, the six to so, one. So. But I'm with you. Like, make it entertaining. And you're absolutely right. Like, they did make it entertaining, that Roy Jones Jr., Mike Tyson stuff. And, um, you know, I judge it by my kids. Like, I, I, I judge a lot of things. They're young, and they want to see this stuff, and they recognize the Paul brothers and, yeah. you know, all this stuff. So they were hyped. They were like, yeah, you know, we were, they had a couple friends over again. Well, let's watch the fight. And by the third round, they were like, is this going to be like this the whole time? And I said, I think so. And they're like, well, this sucks. This isn't even yeah. fun to watch. And I was like, well, I know, but hopefully it'll get a little better. And then they watched like two more rounds. They're like, yeah, this is terrible. He can't even hit him. And it's not, it, there's nothing happening. And Mayweather and, doesn't even take a chance, really, right? Like, no. You know what I mean? He stays no. on the outside. He comes in a bit. It's like, come on, Floyd. If you know how bad he is, just put on a show and pummel him, right? But would, he doesn't want to take hope that so. chance of getting caught. So that's the whole right. thing. It's just, it's not fun. And, and Paul's no. there just not to try to get embarrassed. Right. Right. So I don't know. Like, you know, I wasn't down. I'm not down with any of this stuff. I wasn't down with the last Paul stuff. And, right. and when he fought, um, fought Ben Askren, now he's fighting Tyron Woodley. At least that is a little realer. Right. That's a little realer, only yes. because Woodley is going to try to kill him for real, and yes. and Jake Paul really is going to try to hurt him too. That'll be a real fight. Fight. This was beyond like it was a not even a sparring session. You can't even call it a sparring. No, session. it was terrible. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and exactly. So 
you're, I mean, you're an entertainer. Your roots are all an entertainer. And you know, you kind of have an obligation, no, to like put on a show. This is why you're here. And it left the feeling more than ever that one boxing is broken. I mean, because this is what it's resorted to, and it's and it stinks. Because well, I I, I love boxing. There are, there's a lot of but, real boxing out there. This is Floyd Mayweather doing this. Yeah, right? and it's I a money think, grab. It's I a complete money grab. Yeah, that it's called boxing, and it shouldn't even be called boxing. Right. Exactly. I, I, called, I, I don't know. It'd be called whatever the hell it's called, but not boxing. I don't know, but like you put on some gloves and 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 you're gonna, you know, like you said, at least make it a sparring session. Like I get you don't want to get hit. He's forty pounds heavier than you. All of that. Okay, you agreed to the fight. Like you got paid. You got you got your bag. You should have made sure that it was a little more entertaining. That's all. Because now. How do you resell that? I mean, like they were talking about, oh, is there going to be a Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather 2? No, no. never, never. There's never going to be that. And, like, who's he going to fight next that they're going to go, yeah, that kid, uh, that's legit. We we should watch that. I don't know. But I I know that I just – it left that taste in my mouth that, like – Oh man, I wish it was better. I always wished it was better. Like that's what well, I just want to go and well, we be left with that. We should have been watching the Concacaf Nation League's final. USA beats Mexico three two. There you and go. What they're saying is uh, was the most exciting game in the rivalry's history. That Whoa. wild of a match, and we're watching this slug. And we're watching this yeah, other stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, it's hard to it's it when you're left with that feeling like, you know, I I will never forget the reason probably one of the main reasons I love boxing is because I saw Hagler Hearns and I saw it live. Yeah. And it captivated me. And it, it and, and like that was that was a special fight. They don't all leave you like that, but I mean like when you watch the Avalanche and the Knights play, don't you go, wow, like 10 times minimum a period. You're just like, oh, man. Like, it's it's entertaining, and it's sport. So when you tie it all together and it just came away from it like that, I was just like, man, what are we going to take bets on next? Like, please, I hope you never have it be like that. But I, I, I just, I'm with you. I wish it was more entertaining. Yeah, well, you know what? Larry Merchant said it best. Uh, when I asked him about Conor McGregor fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather, and he said nobody's putting a gun to anybody's head, forcing you to watch it. Right. Right. That's it's one of those fair. It fair. Is, it it is right. But I said earlier, you'll remember, Dave. We'll get you out on this. But I remember the good old days, like in Vegas. You know, evil can evil going over the uh, <laughs> evil can evil going over the Caesar's uh, Caesar's yep. Palace fountains and. Yep. You know, the fawns jumping the shark. (laughs) (laughs) The fawns jumping the shark. And, you know, I'm all for this. I'm all for sort of, you know, exhibition. We've got to bring back back that superstar show. Oh, for sure. I love that show. Yeah, and take it seriously. Like, bring back the superstar show and have, like, uh, DK Metcalf versus... Kyler Murray and you know what I mean? Oh, it'd be awesome. Let's go. Yeah. I don't know why they don't, huh? I don't know. I I, I always watched it. I thought it was I thought it was captivating when you put people in competition that you know show some sort of athleticism, but it's not something that they're normally doing or maybe ever did. I think I like it's great Bruce versus Joe's too. 
Remember that show? That was a yeah, yeah. I wanted to be one of the Joes on the show. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you apply? I I had one conversation about it and said, yeah, I wish. Uh, yeah, I can't do that. But I wanted to. <laughs> I I absolutely wanted to. I said, if you can do anything hockey related or let me pitch to somebody, I'll do it. But I wasn't going and shooting a basketball or anything. I like could that. only do yeah. it if I was a goalie. Like that was the only thing. And you, they would, oh. You know what I mean? I could do it, but I'm not saying I could do it well. But, yeah, that show that show was great. It was a lot of fun. For you guys don't remember, Pros versus Joes was on Spike TV. And uh, so they basically had, like, you know, retired NBA player against some, like, loudmouth jock guy that thought he was good. Uh, it's like Ke- Kevin Willis of the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, right. thing. And, like, some guys would be cool, but sometimes it would get heated. Like, sometimes right. the Joe would start talking smack to the pro. And the pro would be like, all right, man, this is going to get real now, bro. And a couple of times, man, like, Marty McSorley was the hockey player, the hockey one. Yeah. Someone nice. Dave, I'll catch See you tomorrow. Thanks for the time, buddy. You're the best. Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with you. And nobody wants that. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. wild weekend uh, when it's all uh, said and done from what you know we've we've been saying this we said this last week as well in which I said what a difference a couple of days can make in the playoffs right be it the NHL or the NBA and we will often take things for granted all right uh, in which oh yeah this series is done that team's gonna win and Leo look at the Clippers uh, and the Mavericks series what a roller coaster that was! Finally, the Clippers won today, first time, um, first time all series that somebody won on their home court. Uh, they get the Utah Jazz now, and man, what a series that's going to be! What a series that's going to be! The Utah Jazz are four point favorites in Game One. Uh, Matthias, how you feeling after beating the Mavericks? And congratulations on the on the win. But now, now you're playing a real team. You're not just playing Luka Doncic and, and a bunch of stiffs. You're playing a real team in the Utah Jazz, in which, actually, they had the best record in the NBA, that real team, in the Utah Jazz. Dave, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. The Clippers are looking pretty deep right now. Some young players like Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard stepped up in this huge Game 7. Out of all names, I can't believe I actually said that Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann were a big reason why we won Game 7, as in we, the Clippers. So, big team win. 
and like you said, big series against the Jazz. But I like I like Zubak. I think Zubak's gonna get a lot of minutes considering he's gonna be going up against Gobert. So Zubak has to play good minutes when he's in there. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a real battle. Some big bodies, man. Some big bodies on the floor uh, in the Los Angeles Clippers and Utah Jazz series. As far as the Mavericks are concerned, it's a pretty big free agent uh, class this year in the NBA. Not quite as significant as it was hyped up to be um, in, you know, in all actuality, but there still are quite a few good players. And Utah's Mavericks, you know, it's been proven. You know, two years in a row here in the playoffs, you hit a wall, and you just don't have enough talent around Listening to the home of the winning edge. It's easy to get. Just keep it here. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 